Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Well, friends, we're getting closer and closer to April Fools. We're getting closer to our hundredth episode. And I am your host, Nick. This is Nick's Nerd News. Folks, welcome to the show. We are not going anywhere, I tell you. We are not going anywhere. All right. We are here to stay for the time being. <laughs> and you know what? It, it's it's going to be a fun day. I hope y'all are having fun staying indoors and getting things done or working hard or just uh, practicing quarantine because we don't want this shit to get any worse than it already is, huh? And and let's focus on getting back to normal, if you will. But as always, I am here as your beacon of normalcy. So let's get into what we're all here for to listen to me prattling on about what's going on. And as always, we start with what's going on in the video game world, folks. How about this? How many of you were big fans of God of War in 2018 on PS4? Raise your hand. Okay? I, I can't see anyway, but I'm sure you're, you're raising them. But I'm sure a lot of you as well also did not play the first three games on PlayStation 2 or 3. I think they were on PS2. Anyway, beyond that, well, Dark Horse has announced a new comic that will bridge the gap between God of War and God of War 3. Uh, it will be an ongoing series, limited series, though. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that as uh, the year drags on. I know some comics are taking a break this week. DC and Marvel already announced that they will not be releasing anything new in the next um, uh, next couple weeks, just uh, due to what's going on right now. So just uh, just be aware of that. Just be aware of that. Anyway, a uh, if you live in the UK, I'm some some sure some of you are. Well, uh, you probably already know this by now because it's Sunday night and you're listening to this on Wednesday. But I think this happened last week. Uh, used game retailer CEX will be closing all of their United Kingdom stores. Uh, no word yet on if that includes Ireland or not, because Ireland is not in the UK. I don't know if they're under the strict lockdown, uh, just like the rest of the UK is. So if you live in the UK and you want to buy some used games, you can't go to CEX. Anyway, uh, speaking of Europe and also those of you here at home in the States, you might notice that your downloads from PlayStation Network might be getting a little slower than they already are, considering they already drag at a snail's pace. Well, they're getting even slower. As Sony announced that they will be slowing game download speeds in both Europe and the U.S. to allow for uh, the internet to not break. Okay, we've been hearing a lot about this lately. Netflix already slowed down some of their stuff in the Europe. Uh, they haven't announced anything for the U.S. yet. I think YouTube 
is uh, defaulting to standard. I think we we're going to talk about that later. But yeah, they don't want the internet to break because everyone's at home using the internet. So obviously more people using it eats up the bandwidth and the signals. And if more people are using it, it can break. And then we won't have internet and then we'll really be in a shitstorm. So yeah. Yeah, so uh, your download speeds are going to be slow. Anyway, if you guys were holding out hope for a new Silent Hill game, well, don't hold your breath, because Konami said they are not working on it despite the rumors. You hear that, folks? They're not working on it. Yeah, okay. Last time a game company said that, the opposite ended up being true, so... Oh yeah, wait. Especially Konami. Didn't they say nothing was going on with them in Kojima? Oh yeah. Nope. <laughs> anyway, how about this? Microsoft, Valve, and Hewlett Packard or HP have announced they are working together on the what is being called a next gen VR headset. And I do have some more information here. It is uh, so HP is building it, excuse me, in collaboration with Valve and Microsoft. It's going to be called the Reverb G2. It is the new standard in VR per HP. It offers a more immersive, comfortable, and compatible experience than the previous generation. Whatever the fuck that means. And it's, uh, I guess it's a follow-up. They had the... They had that mixed reality headset design that they worked with Microsoft a few years ago. And uh, it does have a very high-definition display, which is a lot higher than, than a lot of some of the other uh, VR headsets that are out there. But I wonder what Microsoft and Valve are doing. Does this mean maybe we'll get it for the Series X? Who knows? Um, I know Microsoft says they're not really focused on VR at this point. Anyway... Uh, if you're playing Minecraft, or you have kids who play Minecraft, and obviously you're at home with your kids right now, and you want to give them something to do, Minecraft is offering free copies of their educational software to kids stuck at home due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And, and sticking on that there, uh, this is really awesome, but it looks like Nintendo of America is donating about 10,000 masks to American healthcare workers. That that's pretty amazing, huh, folks? Give it up to Nintendo of America. You know, they they've been they've been really solid on things and uh speaking of that, they're actually closing temporarily all of their US uh repair facilities uh in in amidst to help flatten the curve, keep people home, uh allow for social distancing and it's uh, just it's working, folks. I mean, uh, there's they're showing some signs of, of things in San Francisco that that uh, social distancing is working. Unfortunately, we we're not seeing those effects yet in New York City or some other hard plate hit places. Hopefully, some other places get on board with the idea of social distancing. But uh, let's we're all in this together, right? That's the hashtag I'm seeing. So stay at home, people. While you're home and looking for something to do, why don't you stop by uh, Sega.com. They got a new website to launch, uh, or launched, I should say, to celebrate their 60th anniversary as a company. And it has a whole nice timeline where you can look at different things uh, throughout their history. I'm sure Sonic 
the creation of Sonic is a big, big point on there, bigly. Also, how about this? Uh, you know, last week we talked about how there might be a delay in the next Super Smash Brothers character. Well, uh, Nintendo had a mini direct today, and we, we do have a lot of things to talk about from there. But they did put out what looks like uh, there will be a new Smash Fighter. Uh, it should be released in June, and it's going to be a fighter from their Switch uh, exclusive uh, that launched with the, the Switch back a couple years ago. Uh, the game ARMS, that boxing game that utilized you uh, using the controller in a motion capacity. I think that's actually a good fit as a character for Smash. Uh, speaking of Switch, also announced Bioshock Collections, Borderlands Collections, and an XCOM Collections are all coming to Switch later this year. And we also got a trailer for the Pokemon DLC. I I don't I don't know what what they were really getting at here because that trailer didn't really show off anything of substance other than how the new uh, mythical Pokemon Cub Fu or whatever his name is the Karate Kung Fu Bear how you can get his different forms I. Really? That's that's all you're going to show us, Nintendo? This thing drops in two two months. And that's all you can give us? Like, you can't even show off some more regional variants if there are more? Or maybe what the Galarian Slowbro or Slowking are going to look like? I mean, come on. Maybe give us more information on the Galarian variants of Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres? Like, what are, what are you doing, Nintendo? You're, you're, you're making us beg, bud, and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like it one bit, friend, bucko, anyway. Uh, some data was data mined from the files of Mortal Kombat 11, and it was leaked, and it looks like we might be getting one more DLC character in the form of one Ash Williams... From the Evil Dead franchise. Groovy. I'm stoked for that. That'd be sick. He'd probably have some killer moves with you know with his his uh his hand that's a a chainsaw and he has a shotgun and stuff. It'd be be really cool, especially in Mortal Kombat. Whatever. We don't know if it's true yet, it hasn't been confirmed. It's just rumors and leaks right now. Anyway, moving on. Epic Games, the uh, company you love to hate right now, other than EA, because they're always hated, has announced a new partnership with, uh, who is this, uh, Remedy Entertainment, Play Dead, the makers of Inside and Limbo, and Gen Design, the people who made uh, The Last Guardian, uh, to publish their games. Um, so now Remedy doesn't have to worry about publishers anymore. Uh, Play Dead, interestingly enough, is going... Uh, I, I guess they're not as much indie anymore with this announcement. I don't know how most people feel about this. I'm, I'm cool with this, I guess. It'll put their games in the hands of more people, and that's one thing Remedy could definitely uh, use. As Even though Control was an amazing game, it just didn't sell as well as some of their previous titles. Um, granted, that was one of their first games not to be an Xbox exclusive in, in quite a long time, actually. So, yeah. Anyway, if you are uh, have $100 million to spare, well, 
you have a chance to buy the source code for the Xbox Series X GPU, which was stolen from AMD and has been leaked online. But again, it comes with a hefty $100 million price tag. So, like I said, if you got money to, to spare and looking to blow some cash, there you go, baby. There you go. <laughs> Have at it. Go ham. Anyway, uh, you know, we already talked about a VR platform from HP and Microsoft working together with Valve. Well, not to be outdone, Apple is now apparently working on a VR headset like they have been for the last six or seven years. You heard that right, folks. Your friendly gaming friends at Apple are making a VR headset. <laughs> gaming friendly Apple. It's funny. It's a funny joke. So, if you guys were holding out on getting a new console this year because you were afraid Warframe wouldn't be on it, well, you are in luck. Warframe is now confirmed for both the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. Never played it, heard it's really fun, and that's it. Sony has confirmed, uh, as of now at least, uh, Sunday, March 29th, that there will be no delay in the launch of PlayStation 5, because I guess China is back to work already. So, yeah, no, no delay. Uh, that was followed up by the CEO of GameStop, who also says that they are not hearing of any delays for next-gen consoles, so that's including the Xbox Series X. Now, when I say delay, that doesn't mean you might not be able to find the consoles. There might be a shortage, though. Let's, let's be realistic here, folks. There might be a shortage, so just be wary of that. And sticking with GameStop there for a minute... GameStop also announced they are expecting to close another 300-plus stores this year as the retailer uh, is facing hard times. They have some, I think, 2,000 stores in the U.S., I think it said. Uh, they already closed about 300 last year. So if you still shop at GameStop, I know a lot of people have been moving away from them. Uh, just be aware your local GameStop location may be on the chopping block. Also, in apparently a leak from Activision and some kind of Call of Duty leak, uh, rumors are now swirling that a drop of the campaign for a remaster of Modern Warfare 2 is imminent. Uh, it is expected to drop this week, I heard, as early as this week. Uh, again, it is Sunday. This is not has not been confirmed. There was a store listing I saw that was... Uh, deleted from PlayStation Network that, that showed maybe a Tuesday release. I'm not sure. Uh, of, of course, this is being recorded on Sunday. When you hear this on, on Wednesday, that might be live and in your hands, and you might be playing it. So I could be uh, uh, wrong. I could be right. We don't know. Just be on the lookout for that. And our final bit of gaming news here. Uh, Square Enix has announced that a remaster of the original Nier games is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PS, uh, PC. Excuse me. Along with that, they also announced that Nier Automata is now going to be coming to Xbox Game Pass. So if you do are a subscriber to Game Pass, you will not need to purchase the game. You can now get it through Game Pass. That's it for gaming news. 
Let's now talk about what's going on in TV. And surprisingly, after a, a last few weeks of not having a whole lot going on, we have a lot going on this week, surprisingly, like I said. Uh, if you're a big fan of, and I'm probably saying this wrong, uh, Japanese tokusutsu shows, which are live-action shows, a lot of them are coming to the U.S. for the first time, uncut, without, you know, American overlays or or a dubbing. Uh, includes Common Writer, VR Troopers, uh, and then a couple other shows. Uh, you might remember them if you were alive uh, in the 90s or aware of things. Uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs, which was on Fox, which was kind of like a counter to, to Power Rangers. Uh, I don't remember which show that used footage from. But the original version of that show is is now available to watch uh, in the U.S. for the first time ever. Uh, if you're a big fan of those shows. Also announced by AMC, uh, the season 10 f uh, finale, season finale for The Walking Dead has been delayed. Uh, season 10 will now end a week earlier than expected. And uh, uh, due to, you know, the ongoing pandemic and social distancing requiring people not gathering so uh, they will end with an episode early the what was supposed to be the season 10 finale will air later this year at some point uh, and will but will still be separate from season 11 in the fall patrick stewart also uh, in a f show of goodwill on top of him actually he was reading out shakespearean sonnets to everyone online to, to keep them in, in high spirits has tweeted out a code to allow you to access cbs all access for one month free uh the code expires uh, or at least if you enter the code the the usage expires on april 23rd so if you missed out on star trek picard or you want to get all in in all your star trek discovery Now's your chance. Uh, he did tweet that out. Like I said, you can go and redeem that now. Uh, and speaking of streaming programs, and uh, I guess we're not done with season two of The Mandalorian, they have now cast, unless, you know, of course, they could have been done filming and early announcing the casting now and nobody just saw them at on set. But Michael Bain uh, of Terminator and Aliens fame has been cast as a bounty hunter in season two of the Mandalorian. So looks like they're pumping things up over there and sticking with Disney here, the Cassian Andor show that is on track for next year. If I'm not mistaken, uh, a writer for the show who also worked on rogue one announced that we may see some characters that were cut from rogue one uh, might make it into the Cassian Andor show to, to increase its cast of characters and and rebel spies and things like this. So that's pretty cool. Also, if you're looking for a new show later in May, well, look no further than Justin Roiland's new show, Strange Planet, I think it's called. Couldn't be farther from the truth. Solar Opposites, new show on Hulu, uh, premiering either later this year or, uh, no, May 8th, excuse me. Looks pretty fucking funny. And it pretty much just looks like a continue. It's just like a spinoff of Rick and Morty. So that, that's perfect. But that premieres May 8th on Hulu. The whole season. Solar Opposites. Check out the trailer because it's fucking great. I'm, I'm telling you, it's great. Uh, Netflix has announced that they have ordered a series based on the Angry Birds movies. And it's going to be a prequel. And I'm going to leave it at that. And sticking with Netflix there for a second... 
they have renewed Castlevania for another season. So big news for Castlevania fans there. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is a new story that broke uh, over the last uh, couple days. And it's a book about the behind the scenes of The Office. You know, they just hit their 15th anniversary. And got some news regarding the uh, dismissal of Steve Carell from The Office as Michael Scott. And apparently, he did not want to leave. Uh, this is a new book. This is from Collider. The Office, The Untold Story, The Greatest Sitcom of the 2000s. And it looks like it had to do with contract disputes. It uh, says that a boom operator was listening in, that Carell realized that it was time to hang up Michael Scott's business suit after he haphazardly mentioned that Season 7 of The Office would probably be his last year during an interview with the BBC. It was all per collider. Uh, no, um, I, I don't know what if this is true or not. Uh, this is per this person. He didn't plan on saying it out loud and he hadn't decided anything. He was kind of thinking out loud, but he did it in an interview in public and it created news. Then what he said was the people connected to the show had no reaction to it. They didn't call and say, what, you want to leave? He said he didn't get kind, any kind of response. When he realized he didn't get any kind of response from them, he thought, oh, maybe they don't really care if I leave. Maybe I should go do other things. So I think that made it easier because when the news broke that he was considering it, the people that are in charge of keeping him there didn't make a big effort to do so until afterward. So uh, then it goes on from there. You can read the Collider article. But I guess uh, Steve Carell didn't really want to leave the office. They just kind of... Didn't want to save him after he said it, and that's really dumb, because the final two seasons, well, I don't personally think they were terrible. I know a lot of people don't like them. I thought they were okay. I, I liked uh, the Will Ferrell arc. I liked the character played by uh, James Spader, and I, I did happen to like uh, Jim being in charge. So uh, the, a lot of things were going on, but... It's a shame that they didn't do more to keep Steve Carell, the, the most popular character on that show, as Michael Scott. Eh, I don't know. NBC made a lot of mistakes in the mid-2000s. I'll, I'll just say that. They went from being on fucking top to being at the bottom. It, it just didn't make any sense. You know what I mean? They were riding high in the 90s. The early 2000s, they were going strong still. Speaking of which, you know, right after Friends ended, then The Office came in. Then you had Parks and Rec, and you had 30 Rock. Then you kind of hit this weird downturn, and now they've been kind of floundering. You know, they've had a couple good shows that have been hits, but they, they weren't at their peak like they were up until about 2006, 2007, I would say. Anyway, moving on. If you have been watching ESPN lately and been wondering how are they going to continue having programming... Well, they're not. <laughs> they have decided now to air Disney sports movies at night because they have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true. It, it's really, unfortunately, really true. And, um, yeah, so you can watch some Disney sports movies at night on ESPN. Anyway, oh, look, here we go. We got some more Disney Plus news here. Uh, looks like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier might be delayed. Possibly, as filming has been halted due, of course, to the pandemic and 
Uh, I don't know how things are going over in uh, Croatia. No. Czechoslovakia. Wherever they were filming. Czech Republic. That came off really ignorant right there. But they're filming in, in Europe. In a country that starts with a C. You only got two options. I'm pretty sure it's not Croatia. I'm pretty sure it's the Czech Republic. Don't quote me on that. But that production has been halted. And is halted for the foreseeable future as with many other things. So I don't know if the Falcon and Winter Soldier... It might make its premiere date. But if they want to finish the show before they premiere, you might have it delayed. Uh, And then also, it is now being confirmed that Robert Rodriguez is in fact directing an episode of The Mandalorian. I'm very confused. Is he or isn't he? I mean, the man denied it himself... And now it's coming out that he is doing it. Make up your damn mind, Robert Rodriguez. Are you doing it or are you not doing it? I Like, come on. Don't don't be leaving us here wondering. You're a good director. I just want to know the truth, man. Just give me the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, I can't handle it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about some reviews of episodes here. Clone Wars. Uh, we are in the second episode of the Ahsoka arc. And we are now traveling to Kessel, the the planet, now a planet, as in the old EU, it was an asteroid, which now uh, we have now famously seen in in Solo, a Star Wars story, makes a return. Except now, apparently, there is a king who rules it in some luscious part of the planet, planet from a mighty castle... That looks a lot like the Smithsonian building in Washington, D.C. No matter. Yeah, okay, I don't know about you guys. I do not like what they've done with Kessel in the new canon. I don't like that it's a planet. I don't like that the Kessel run is not a race anymore. I don't like that, you know, it's frustrating, for one. But... I get that they're trying to expand the lore and, and things like this, but but to make Kessel run by a king, no no less, and then for it to be like a full planet and have like a lush, like forested area, I I don't I don't I don't get it, man. I don't get it, man. Uh, they already turned it on its head in Solo when, of course, they made it a planet. And then two, it wasn't a mining colony controlled by the Empire who sent their their prisoners there. Okay? But uh, anyway, this episode uh, offers up some morality questions with Ahsoka going up against the the sisters. And it just... where 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 is the... the drive... You know, and I get Ahsoka's trying to distance herself from the Jedi Order. It did have a nice touching moment where her and Anakin sense each other. Very similar to the scene between Luke and Vader in, in Return of the Jedi. And, of course, I'm not the only person to say that reference. And, and Anyway, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. And it sucks that this is a shortened season. And we're only getting one season because they're, they're not doing a great job. It looks beautiful, but it... Ugh. Ugh. But it looks like they she gets imprisoned, so maybe we'll finally get to her to see her interact with some clones, and maybe Anakin for real this week. Moving on, Westworld episode two of season three was a lot better than the first episode of the season. 
I still don't know what's going on. Uh, it was nice to have Maeve back, and it was cool seeing her in uh, War World, another park, but wasn't really in the park, so that was also very awesome. Uh, it was some nice stuff seeing Stubbs back as well. It was interesting to see that uh, now we are confirmed that he is a host. And, of course, Bernard is trying to get Maeve, as he wants to counter Dolores as well. And I think we have found out who are, I don't want to say big bad of the season, because I think Dolores is still the big bad, but we get to see who this mysterious Ciroc is. And I'm very intrigued at where this is going. I wonder what they're going to do with next ep next week's episode. And finally, we have the season finale of the first season of Star Trek Picard. Now, it ended on a high note. It was interesting to see, see the about turn, though, from Dr. Soong to turn on his androids so quickly. But granted, he was shown that they are no better than humans in some respects. But... I, I didn't understand this subplot with this weird AI future fancy robot beings coming from another galaxy. Uh, that didn't make any sense. The Romulan stuff was cool. I like this. Uh, their new warbirds are actually really fucking awesome. And now General O, who was a spy in the Federation, her flagship was pretty fucking awesome if you ask me. And it was nice to see Riker back. Uh, spoilers, obviously, but we're a week removed. This is a streaming show. Here's my biggest complaint. What? what why do the, the Federation apparently only have one style of ship and hundreds of them? Is this a new Federation where they're just like, fuck it, we're not going to have individual ship design anymore, we're just going to have one? Like, like, yeah, I get that your shipbuilding... Facilities were destroyed on Mars 14 years ago, but this is the Federation. They can literally create something from nothing. They have replicators. Like, you're telling me they didn't build a new shipyard somewhere else in the, in the galaxy? I mean, space dock is still chugging along here, folks. I mean, uh, just because Utopia, Utopia Planitia is gone on Mars, I mean... You got Titan, you got a hundred moons around Saturn, for God's sakes. Like, wh you're telling me the Federation has no more ship designers? I find that hard to believe. Or, or, let's be realistic here, the showrunners were cheap and didn't want to pay someone to individually model a hundred different, sh different ships. Let's, let's be realistic here, that's a lot of money. Um, and unfortunately, like I said, spoilers here, unfortunately... This was officially the end of Lieutenant Commander Data. Fascinating. And woe is me, we move on to movies. More images have been released from the cancelled Justice League Mortal. Uh, this time we're got, we get to see more alternate versions of Wonder Woman. Uh, similar to photos that were released back in 2015. Of course this was George Miller's potential Justice League film that never got off the ground. Of course, that allowed him to make Mad Max Fury Road. So that's pretty pretty friggin' awesome. And speaking of George Miller, it is now being rumored that he has spoken with Anna Taylor-Joy, uh, famous from Split and Glass, as well as the upcoming New Mutants, whenever that comes out, uh, to play Furiosa in a prequel film set in the Mad Max universe. So that'd be pretty friggin' awesome. 
Can't wait to see if that turns out to be true. Also, if you guys didn't get a chance to see Bad Boys, that is releasing early on digital tomorrow. Uh, You'll be able to purchase it, not be able to rent it just yet, but uh, Bad Boys 3 or Bad Boys for Life uh, hits digital storefronts tomorrow, March 31st. Or Tuesday, March 31st, excuse me, I'm sorry. Tomorrow's the 30th. We also got news about Aquaman 2, and the writer on the film, uh, someone asked him what the story's going to be like, and while he said it's not going to be focused on any major story point point from the comics per se, uh, he is reading a lot of Silver Age Aquaman comics that feature a lot of Black Manta, which gets me fucking hyped. Black Manta is one of the coolest villains in DC, and it, while I understand that he wasn't the main villain of, of the first film because they, they needed to highlight him and give him motivation, and of course Ocean Master is a good villain to, to start off with, you know, it creates that brotherly tension, having Black Manta as the villain in 2, the main villain in 2, is perfect, they set it up beautifully. Yahya Abdul-Mateen was an amazing Black Manta. I can't fucking wait for this movie to come out. Because we're going to get Black Manta in all his awesome laser fucking glory, folks. Black Manta, bruh. Yes, I'm all for it. And unfortunately, with that being said, the release of Wonder Woman 1984 has been delayed to August. Uh, August 14th, which is about uh, two months from its original release in June. And speaking of that, uh, Scoob and several other Warner Brothers films have now been delayed indefinitely uh, until they can nail down new release dates when theaters start opening up again. Well, a lot of stuff coming out of the, the UK this week. If you are a film student in the UK, I'm sure you were surprised to see... Uh, if you're going to the UK Film Institute, David Fincher surprised all the students with a remote masterclass. Now, how awesome is that? David Fincher, one of uh, the great directors of our time, being able to to give a free lecture to, to UK film students. That's pretty friggin' awesome, huh? If you ask me, it is. Uh, speaking of theaters being closed, AMC has announced that they have furloughed their corporate employees uh, they also plan to pay, pay all their employees as, as long as they they uh, financially can. Uh, and speaking of that, the, the furloughs have hit even the top brass. The CEO himself has also been furloughed when necessary. So folks, we're all in this together. Anyway, you guys like Dragon's Lair? Dragon's, Dragon's Lair is a video game from the 80s on Laserdisc. Looked like a cartoon movie in a video game. They showed it off in Stranger Things. Well, guess what? Ryan Reynolds is making a movie for Netflix, possibly, of Dragon's Lair. And honestly, I can see him doing it. He already looks like the guy, Dirk Dangerous, or whatever the hell his name was. I'm in for it. Hell, a free guy turns out to be a really cool movie. This Dragon's Lair live action might turn out to be a really good movie. Who knows? Uh, That's still in the works, though. Nothing concrete there. And uh, how about this, huh? I'm pretty convinced at this point that Lin-Manuel Miranda just does everything Disney asks him to do. 
without even saying no. Like he doesn't even second guess it. Probably doesn't even pay, take a paycheck really, because at this now he's working on the Little Mermaid remake, live action with Alan Menken, the original songwriter. Like, does Lin Manuel have time to do anything? I, this dude writes like a million songs a year for all these different movies and shit. Like, I, I don't understand. And then he's doing Hamilton. What, what are you doing, Lin? Like, what? Man, you're like The Rock, dude. You just must work all the time. I don't think either of these dudes sleep, like, ever. Ever. And anyway. Anyway, that's it for movies. Let's, uh, let's talk about some other things going on in the news right now. Uh, the Olympics have been postponed till next July. No surprise there. Um, given what's going on in the world. Also, J.K. Rowling has lifted her uh, license requirement uh, for a limited time for Harry Potter. Teachers are able to read the book online from home uh, and read to their students. It's a temporary relaxing of copyright restrictions. Uh, it's an open license, essentially. So they can share these videos through the end of the 2019-2020 school year or July 31st, 2020, whichever comes first. Damn, she's got some harsh ass rules then so if you're an educator you can now uh do harry potter stuff online to your students without facing any penalties uh, as i stated at the top of the show youtube uh must much like uh, some other companies will now default their all of their videos to standard this is worldwide though so if you want to watch youtube in glorious 4k you got to pick that separate no surprise there. Uh, Universal Studios has extended their closure through April. Uh, of course, they are not a place you want to be when something like this is going down. Don't want to be around thousands of people. Understandable. Uh, and along with that, Disney has now delayed their reopenings indefinitely. Uh, and on top of that, this is really amazing. I saw uh, Bob Iger uh, has taken has foregone his salary this year. Uh, and several of the other Disney um, C, uh, uh, top brass have cut their, their salaries as well to help make sure that their cast members, which are what all Disney employees are called, are paid, which is, which is really amazing, actually. It's uh, pretty awesome of them, uh, pretty awesome of them to do that. So, it's really cool. Anyway, uh... This is something I saw. I've been making the rounds a lot lately, actually. Someone brought up recently online that DC and Marvel, it's its time for them to do another crossover event in the comics. It's been just over 20 years. I, I think I agree. And uh, a lot of uh, comics industry people and writers and artists have actually uh, heeded that call, especially in light of everything that's going on. Uh, Gail Simone, who's famous for writing a lot of characters, uh, especially Deadpool, Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman, uh, tweeted out, when comic, shops when comic shops open back up, as we all hope they will, I would love it if DC and Marvel could ask the lawyer to step outside and have another big Marvel crossover. A lot of people would love it, and it would lay the welcome mat back out in a big way. Agree with her. Uh, then more people followed in with uh, the hashtag PleaseMarvelDC. Um, she essentially said, 
Uh, she put out some ideas. She's like, you could have Vision, Mr. Miracle by Tom King, who wrote Mr. Miracle and Batman recently. I'm 100% on board with that. Uh, Thor, Wonder Woman cross crossover with Don Cates. Uh, Donnie Cates, excuse me. And then a Superman, Spider-Man by Brian Michael Bendis. Oh my God, I want that now. Brian Michael Bendis is famous for writing amazing Spider-Man stories. And of course, recently left Marvel to join DC to write Superman last year. Uh, more creators, of course, hopped in. Uh, Tom Taylor, who writes for DCEast and X-Men Red, uh, said, Okay, if the stars align and I could write a DC Marvel crossover, I'd probably write Harley Quinn and Deadpool taking down Darkseid and Thanos. Hashtag please Marvel DC from Tom Taylor on Twitter. Uh, Christos Gage, who writes Avengers Academy and Spider-Man, said, fuck it, since it'll never happen, call dibs on your post-plague Marvel DC crossover. I call come on D devil dinosaur. Uh, writer Scott Snyder, who's written the one of the best Batman stories in decades, as well as the Dark Knight's Metal. If we do a DC Marvel crossover, I'd like to write Batman vs. Everyone, please Marvel DC. Yes, please give me that right now. A lot more creators uh, came in. Chris Conroy who uh, does work for both, said, Like Rand Paul, I will single-handedly block any Marvel DC crossover unless I am allowed to create and edit Gorilla Groot. <laughs> Ooh, a Gorilla Grodd and Groot crossover? I'm in. I am in for that. Uh, and I'm sure a lot more have chimed in since then. How about you guys? Would you guys be down for a Marvel and DC crossover again? I 100% would. Like, that's something that I've been dreaming of since forever. To see the current lineup go against the current lineup, it, it's it's unheard of. You know, in, in the 90s when everything was extreme, yeah, it made sense. But now, now with what they're doing, I mean, if we can have a Batman Ninja Turtles crossover, if we can have a crossover with the Colonel from KFC, if we can have a Green Lantern Star Trek crossover, I mean, what, why can't we have a crossover between Marvel and DC? All right? It'd be a show of good faith and make a lot of people happy. I, 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 what about you guys, huh? I, I'm down. And final bit of news, and this is a, a phrase I never thought I would ever utter out of my mouth, HQ Trivia is back, folks. Yeah, you heard that right. HQ Trivia is back. Uh, they somehow secured a private buyer. Uh, per Twitter, the co-founder said that uh, they'll be back tonight, so they will be on tonight. And I, I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, I guess The Verge said uh, they're back for good. An anonymous investor helped bring them back. Uh, they'll start going every Thursday, and yeah, so Matt Richards is back though too. Unfortunately, Scott Rogowski is not, but HQ Trivia is back and here to stay. They finally got the funding they needed to make all of your trivia dreams come true. So look out for that. If you down, if you deleted the app, I would re-download it if you had a lot, lot of fun playing it. And uh, every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m., Eastern. Anyway, that's it for Nixner News. Hope you guys are self uh, social distancing and self quarantining and living your best indoor life. 
and vacationing to all the amazing places inside your home. <laughs> anyway, that's it for Nixner News. As always, check out nixnerdnews.com where you can listen to the show right in your browser. Or if you prefer, you can follow us on the go with links to Spotify, Google Play, uh, and iTunes podcast right there in, on, on our website. Also, while you're there, check out our social tab so you can see all of our social media feeds. So like, subscribe, do whatever you want to do there. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I post a lot of memes to keep you guys laughing. And uh, no shortage there every week, day in, day out, just on Wednesdays. <laughs> it is Wednesday, my dudes. Well, it will be when you're listening to this. <laughs> anyway, I'm Nick. I'm your host. I will catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>